0: hey guys this is bruce and welcome to convo courses i'm going to be talking to you about my travels i'm actually still abroad i'm still in the philippines and i actually go back home real soon so you can expect regular podcasts like we've been doing before but i wanted to go ahead and start doing these more often and i want to start off by letting you guys know i just released a few more products out there so if you go to convocourses.com i am writing a book about Getting jobs in um, in information technology and in cybersecurity and marketing those uh, resumes that you put out. I'm gonna teach you how to create the resume from scratch and then how to promote the hell out of that resume. So that is incoming. I'm doing that right now as we speak, writing it. But if you want to get in early on this book, there it is right there. Uh, and that as soon as the book. Is is out i'll i'll release it to you so you can actually pre-order it now. I also am selling The audio Version of the last two books that I wrote on my website, but you can also get them on audible as well and Yeah, so speaking of that The audible version of the nist 853 if you prefer to use audible if you have credits on audible Whatever if you actually want to get a free trial on audible, you can actually get this book for free on audible so go ahead and check those things out and I'll be releasing a lot more and creating a lot more content for you guys but let's get into this one I wanted to talk a little bit about this travel and how you can do this and just trying to tell you my experience so you can get some idea if, if whether or not you actually want to do this I've been first of all I've been working remotely for uh, past six years now Um, with different jobs like this is my third my last job was my third job that I did remotely I worked for NASA remotely with a company and then I worked um, at ball aerospace for a while remotely and and then recently worked with Verizon remotely and um, there's a lot nowadays there's a lot more remote jobs out there so if you want the opportunity to actually do what I'm doing it's much easier to do this now Um, my experience with working remotely has been incredible. I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's given me more time to spend with people who I love. Um, I'm at home so I can actually interact with them and figure out problems together with them and have more family time and things like that. Um, so those are the pros with it. Some of the cons is if you have small kids, it's much harder to do remote work when you have small kids or if you have somebody who's very needy. Because it's hard to actually do your work with that, Um, and I've been in that situation where it was actually difficult. I had a remote job when my kids were really small, and they, as soon as they see me, they want to play, you know. So it wasn't the ideal uh, situation when my kids were small. But now they're older, so they understand, hey, Dad's got to work, you know, and I have a a place in my house where I can go and stuff like that. Um, Another thing. Is that I have to actually have more discipline on stopping my work. Like you might think it's it it's the opposite that you it's hard to actually get to work. For me, it's the opposite. It's hard to stop working. I tend to just continuously work when I work from home. And I gotta actually stop myself and have the discipline to say, okay, that's it. This project, the rest of this project, and work till wait till tomorrow. I'll I'll get to it then having that discipline is really important Um, the self-discipline to actually not only do the work but also stop yourself and have a schedule where you force yourself to um, not overwork Um, so that that's some of the pros and cons of working remotely Now, as far as what I'm doing now, what I'm doing right now is I'm actually in between jobs. I'm not working remotely. I'm working remotely on my own stuff, on my own business, and I'm writing and stuff like that. So you could include that as work remotely. But what we're talking about specifically is working for an employer, You know, whether it's the government or private sector or whatever, bank, whatever you're working for. Um, I'm not doing that right now. Right now, I'm abroad and I'm having a vacation and I do uh, any work I'm doing is all uh, business related but I I have been here before in the Philippines and worked in other countries Thailand and Vietnam and other countries work actually working for an employer remotely and there are some challenges to this if if this is something that you you aspire to do there are some challenges that you should know about um, number one, I would say, is just because your employer is allowing you, it 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 has it on the dockets to work remotely, doesn't mean they allow you to work in another country. What I mean by that is there's laws, there's rules. One is called ITAR, which will will restrict you from taking their laptop and their information outside of a country and in sometimes in some cases they have a policy where you can't even take the their equipment out of the state and they don't expect you to work outside the state but country is a lot more uh happens a lot more often where they don't allow you to work outside of the state i mean i'm sorry out of the country and and in sometimes it's just it's not that they don't want you to work outside of the country it's more like there's certain countries they don't allow you to and you've got to make sure whatever you've got to use strategy like if you're trying to live in say the philippines and you know you want to get a u.s job or a job in canada or wherever the case may be you know this is what you want to do you have to think about it um will this job allow me to work in another country. Okay, what countries can I work in? The way that I've done it is whenever I get into a company, right, I'm I'm looking at their rules. I'm looking at what are their rules for remote work? Do they even allow, is it flex time where they want you to come in once a week or something? Is there travel, is there? I'm looking at all the avenues of what I can do and what kind of information that we're going to be processing because that's a, another important feature when you're first looking at a remote job uh, because if they're doing classified or any kind of super sensitive information uh more than likely it's you're not going to even be able to leave the this, this state or the area uh and you have to it'll be flex work meaning you'll work from home but then they want you to come in the office if you're doing some kind of sensitive really really sensitive information so that's one thing Another thing I'll look at is is the environment. Um, some organizations, especially private organizations are a little bit more um, open about remote work. They'll actually have, like the last place I worked, we had people working in Japan. Like we had one guy working in Japan doing work on, for our clients and stuff like that. And we had another person who was working overseas in South America uh who we have clients in south america we had clients we had people in europe doing work with those clients we had people in australia we had people all over the world doing it so the job lended itself to working internationally because we had people who were actually working internationally so that was that wasn't an, uh, another thing i look at like what's the environment a lot of Uh, government jobs are very stable they allow remote work but they're usually like flex jobs they want you to still come in and stuff like that once a week or something and then they have like a little bit of travel so you got to watch that private companies are a little bit more flexible so you want to look at the environment um so those are some of the things that i that i normally look at when i'm trying to think about strategy of what do I want? What country do I want to live in? Will this organization that I'm applying for allow that? Those are the things you got to look. Now, once you get in, let's say you get a remote job, you're there, um, it's a great job, they're paying you good, all that kind of stuff. Now you're like, hmm, can I travel uh, to Venezuela, Brazil, wherever, Cambodia, wherever it is? Can I go there? Now it's a matter of their policy, right? Now you know that they're remote and all that stuff. You know that it's okay maybe to travel uh, internationally. They haven't restricted you from that. Um, You've got your VPN, you got your protection on your system, all that kind of stuff. Now you're like, okay, the next question should be what are their policies? Because some organizations will not allow you to go to certain countries. And that's, it's tied to something called ITAR. And it's—I don't remember what the actual acronym is. It's, and let me actually let me look it up while I'm talking to you. You gotta look at the actual policies because that is super important. Uh, you don't want to get caught uh, traveling to some country you're not actually supposed to go to, and the the company is obligated not to go to those countries like legally you're not supposed to. Here, it's called. ITAR international traffic in arms regulations, like arms, you're thinking like guns and stuff like that. But um, they're also talking about certain technologies that are wrapped into this, uh, into this law, that the government has certain things that they do not allow com- U.S. companies to go to certain countries. The reason why is because they that that country might steal their the intellectual property of that organization a good example of this would be um, companies like lockheed martin who does military um, different military components there's certain components that are proprietary and owned by the government that if it you go to that other country and that country is spying or st- actively stealing anything on and off their network uh that's really bad encrypted or not they'll they can steal it and encrypt it for later or something like that um and that actually does happen quite a bit um especially with the bigger countries like china's doing that a lot and i, I don't doubt that u.s is doing that china and russia doing they're doing all these major powers are doing that to one another the point is though from our perspective as workers We just want to make sure that we're not going to get caught violating these laws and and worse, uh, leak some information from clients and jeopardize our entire career based off some international uh, incident. You know, like you don't want to be that guy. It's just too risky. So we talked a little bit about knowing the environment for that remote company. Uh knowing the policies is another thing that's huge and then um, Also making sure you don't violate any kind of laws that that company has and that's normally tied into the policies Now one of the things that I did At the last place I worked at was I just asked I I said hey, are there any What can you send me the laws of travel? Like I want to i'm trying to travel I didn't even go into the details of that I just said hey, can you send me the laws? i read it myself. I'm not going to ask permission and then get denied, right? I'm just going to go and make sure I don't violate any major laws and then ask forgiveness. If they're like, hey, you're, you're in another time zone, they won't even know I'm in another time zone because I'm not going to let them. I'm going to be on the same. I'm not going to violate any of their policies. I'm not going to violate any kind of international laws or U.S. national laws or anything like that. Um... So all of that stuff is good, but what I'll do is make sure that I don't violate their, you know, I'm still on Eastern Standard Time or whatever the time frame is. So they don't even know I'm gone. Like I I even travel. Sometimes I'll take leave enough to travel to that other country. And then on Monday, Tuesday, when I'm supposed to go back to work, I'm bright and early working my nine to five, you know? so that's some of the stuff i do um i'm I'm risk averse i manage my risk very effectively when i'm working for for an organization i do not violate their rules i do not i just feel like the risk is too great for me and that's kind of the mindset that you should have i've not i've yet to be in trouble in trouble for traveling or anything they don't even know i'm gone i'm i'm doing everything i'm supposed to do now another thing that you should Think about when you're travel, when you're doing remote work and you're traveling, even if it's a staycation in another state, never mind another country. One of the things you should keep in mind is there's a few things. You, you need a place that's quiet. Uh, like right now, I'm in this room here. It's it's very quiet. It's very uh, there, there's I I don't hear a lot of noise going on outside. But I've been in some places, especially in Southeast Asia where the noise level is super loud. Like I was in Vietnam, the noise level was so loud. Like it, it privacy was fine. I can just go inside of my room or whatever and, and shut the door, lock the door, whatever, right? And encryption, all that kind of stuff. But man, the noise pollution outside was seeping into the room. So you wanna have a place where you can have, it's closed, you have privacy, because especially if you're dealing with secret, not secret information, if you're dealing with um, sensitive information from a client like vulnerabilities or IPs, you have to have privacy. And you're talking on the phone, right? I'll get to the encryption and all that kind of stuff in a second, but I'm talking about privacy. Like you're on the phone talking to somebody, talking to your boss, talking to peers, talking to the client, the customer, whatever. And you might be talking about some sensitive information on the phone, so you want privacy a room where it is not leaked, the information is not leaking out, but also that room gives you quiet where you can actually speak to them and, and have a conversation. Because conversation, you know, the, the communication is huge, that's a big deal uh, in cybersecurity. So, you need a, a, a private space. The other thing, and that's pretty obvious. But the other thing is security. Um, Whatever system you're on, you need to make sure you have firewalls in place, antivirus in place, and a VPN, virtual private network, either built in from the organization, preferably so that it's their level of encryption and you don't have to worry about uh, some private organization's encryption getting, getting compromised or something, which does happen, by the way, um you you're using their vpn and, and all the information is protected on their system and preferably it's encrypted when it's stored not just when it's sent and like normally we're thinking oh when i send this data on email or messenger it's encrypted in the end whatever blah 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 but also it needs to be stored encrypted that way if the laptop something happens to get stolen god forbid something like that happens lost whatever even if they get the hard drive out, they pull the hard, the hard drive out of the computer and they're trying to get that information, it's encrypted. So it's going to be super hard for them to get that information. So stored encryption, uh, data at rest encrypted, data in transit encrypted, that's the level of security that you want if you're traveling, especially if you're traveling abroad. So, we talked about privacy and being in a closed environment, but also the encryption, the security of the actual system itself, super important. Um, those are some of the things you want to really think about when, if you're talking about traveling abroad, because those things are super important. Another thing is if you do go out. Um, You don't want to do your work in public areas like it seems obvious, but it's very tempting to be in these beautiful locations and do your work as a cybersecurity person, especially if you're signing. Even if you're an administrator and you're signing into a server remotely, uh, you you really got to be mindful of your environment because you never know who's watching over your shoulder. You never know who's shoulder surfing. You never know who's who's. Uh, monitoring the traffic in in the in a public environment because it's legal to do that to monitor the traffic any kind of data going uh, in on a wi-fi network and stuff don't do that stuff in public at all forget about that don't do that so that's just some of the stuff i wanted to talk to you guys about i mean other than that i could tell you about how my trip is going right right now let me see if i can set up some pictures and stuff i could sh- that I had set up here to show you guys of my trip here and how it's gone it's it's been going pretty good I'm actually already in the works of doing of getting back into work um go I've been doing some interviews here and this is me um uh, with my partner here, we're just walking in this place called, uh, what is it called? Azure, I mean, that's where I'm at right now, is what you're seeing. It's called Azure, um, Azure Residence. It's got like a, uh, man-made beach area and a, like five, three or four pools and, and, uh, it's right by a mall and stuff. It's just a, you know, this job in cybersecurity is very stressful, so Right now, I'm in between jobs, in between work, and um, I just decided to take some time for myself before I go back to another job. Um, One of the things that a lot of people don't talk about, um, they talk about how great it is to be in cybersecurity, and they talk about, you know, but it's a very, it's a stressful job, especially if you're taking on, um, if you're taking on very... If you're taking on a high level job, there's a reason why it's high level, right? Um, I was doing consulting for about three years, and um, it it was it was pretty stressful. Um, on top of that, I had some personal issues, and you know the show must go on, so I was doing dealing with my own personal issues and dealing with work, and have a side hustles and stuff. It just got too much, and I decided to. To quit now, the job they offered me a sabbatical. It's really hard to find high-level cybersecurity people, so they were trying to keep me. And I said, you know, I don't know if I'll return because I this there's a lot of travel here. You know, there's a lot of travel, and I don't know that my issues are going to be resolved, and it's not compatible with with my new life situation. So I told them I. Opted out and they said, well, if you ever want to come back you know just to let us know and I said you know i I told me well thank you I, I appreciate the offer but in my mind I'm like, I don't think I'll be back because there's too much travel and stuff i'm I'm hoping that me telling you guys my situation maybe will help you you know in whatever endeavors you have whatever you decide to do with your with your life and your situation and stuff like that so you have an idea of how this stuff works uh one of the great things about about the position i put myself in by marketing myself and continuously growing in this field is that i is that i um i always have job opportunities so i i'm i feel okay with this situation that i'm in right now i was able to save up some some cash and um, and um, I'm not worried about getting a job. I, I I know I can get one, so I'm not I'm not stressed out right now. You know, I'm I'm on my tw- my third or fourth interview, and um, and I'm okay because I have so many options, and it's a, it's a great feeling to know that I have enough options to where to where I, you know, I know I'm gonna get a job. It's just a matter of, of time. And and there's nothing for me to stress about. And that's just because I, I have, I've built up certain, I have certain certifications. I position myself with my experience. I have my resume constantly being marketed. It's out there. So I have people contacting me on Monday through Friday. I'm doing interviews, doing screening, and stuff like that. So that's kind of where i'm at that's what i'm doing here i got about four or five more days left and then i'm going back going back to um let me see if i can find another video for for those people who are watching this video uh yeah i'm going back to go back to work here real soon um am i excited about it i've been doing this for 20 years you know my excitement for 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 this is is not what it used to be you know what I mean like it would take a lot for me to be excited about a new position at this point in my career um maybe I'll find something that I'm excited about there's been a couple that I'm like hmm this seems interesting there's been a couple you know that I'm like I hope I get this job and so I yeah this it depends on the job but there's a couple positions I'm like oh man I I don't know if I want this one (laughs) that happens from time to time. I know I can do it. I know I'm qualified for this job, but I'm I'm like, "Damn, I don't know if I want this. I don't know if I want it." So, uh, there's about 3 companies right now that I'm in the works that I might that I'm that I might get one of either one of these positions right here that I'm that I might get. I, I don't know yet, you know, but they're all risk management framework type positions. I've decided to get back into that. I had a few options. I could probably go into either seam technology or I can go into cybersecurity uh analyst work again, which was fun. But I kinda kinda want to get back into my roots, which is information system security officer work. So that's kind of what I'm where I'm at right now and what I'm doing. And um I should have a job. I'm expecting to have something lined up by by the time I uh, get home, I should have something lined up. So probably in a, when, within another week, I'll have something um, something that I can do. And, but like I said, I'm not even if it if I can't get one within the next. I'm trying to find another video here while we're talking. Even if I can't find another video within the next. Um, so another video. <laughs> even if I can't find another job within the next. Um, couple few weeks i'll be i'll be okay you know so the way i position myself i'm i'll be fine right my me and my family will be fine the the one thing that that really hit me hard is that seems to have gotten much much worse has been the medical i i don't have good medical insurance my insurance at my last job was really really good and now i'm like having to just use this second-hand individual insurance that barely covers anything and i am spending probably a a a cool fifteen hundred dollars a month pull with everything and i have insurance it's ridiculous i had no idea how broken this system is in the u.s it's it's very broken it's so bad that me coming here spending all the money i have and getting medical insurance here, getting medical coverage, and like my checking my eyes, and stuff. It's cheaper than me doing anything in the U.S. Um, it, it, it's it's just sad, like what the state of the U.S.'s um, situation is. It's actually it's it's quite um, alarming how bad it is, and and there's no intention there's no intention to do anything about it. So yeah, insurance is, it's, it's, it's a disaster, man. If there's anything that's driving me to get this job faster is that, because the, I've got two kids and, you know, they're in and out of, in and out of medical, you know, how having kids is, I don't know if, you know, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. It, stuff happens. So they're in and out of getting, getting checked out and stuff like that. So, and it's not cheap at all. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. Just kind of giving you guys an update on what's going on with me. Um, I'm doing all right. Um, Still helping as many people as I can, as far as getting work and stuff. Um, I'm going to end this one here real soon. I'm going to put out much more, much more information on, on podcasts, much more podcasts. I just have to set up the the right site for it i think maybe if i put them on the site that my normal blog site maybe i don't know we'll figure it out thanks thanks for watching guys thanks for listening i appreciate everybody if you have any questions comments concerns please hit me up on youtube uh comment email me whatever there's topics we can always cover but i will catch you guys on the next one